Is this thing on? Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Voice Podcast. My name is Tiffany, and I will be your host today. Uh, And I'm joined by Hannah, Courtney, and Katie. And we're here to talk to you guys today about uh, pimples with mask wearing and the dreaded mask knee. Um, So welcome, ladies. Nice to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, So we like to start off with a little round of introductions. So Hannah, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm Hannah. I'm a third-year nursing student at St. Lawrence. Um, And a little bit about me during quarantine. uh, I've been doing a lot of music. I have a bunch of siblings. We've been playing a lot of cool things together. Um, Lots of time spent outside. I love hiking, so trying to explore all all the nature around Kingston. Cool. I love that. Yeah, I'm big into music myself. I'm a singer and amateur piano player. <laughs> I oh, can't nice. say my skills are very good. Any good hiking uh, around the area lately? Ooh, Rock Dunder is awesome. Uh, it's about an hour from here, a bit of a drive, but that's definitely one of my favorites. Frontenac Park is also great. A uh, little bit of a drive too, but yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I keep meaning to try out Rock Dunder. I keep going further away <laughs> rather than uh, okay. close to home. So Highly um, recommend. Sweet. I will definitely add it to the list. All right, Courtney, how about you tell us about yourself? Hey guys, my name is Courtney and I'm in my third year of nursing at St. Lawrence College um, and I love hiking as well. Um, I'm super busy with a new puppy. His name's Odin and he likes biting my ankles. So, All right, well, important question of the day, what kind of puppy? He is a German Shepherd and a Belgian Malinois mix. Oh, that's so cute. He's so sweet. And I guess same question for you, any interesting hikes lately? No, it's been a little chilly, but we've been taking our dog to the park and he's actually been, we've been teaching him to climb. So oh, he's been climbing, yeah, so he's cool. been climbing the play structures, which is really awesome. Love that. That's so <laughs> cool. All right. And uh, Katie. Hi, um, I'm Katie. I'm also a third year nursing student. Um, and during quarantine, I've been doing the same thing, getting outside with my puppy Winston and he's a dash hound. Um, and we've been... Um, down in Lake Ontario Park in Kingston um, near the water and he loves swimming so yeah that's so cool oh this is now turned into a podcast about the puppies (laughs) sorry guys we're not going to talk about anything else no I'm just kidding um so yeah so like I mentioned at the beginning we are going to talk today uh with these lovely ladies about skincare and about mask knee and it's a big issue for a lot of people right now unfortunately with the fact that we all have to wear masks and uh you know, wearing a mask is a good thing, but uh, there are some unfortunate side effects. So um, can one of you tell me what the pathology behind mask knee is? Why, why does it happen? Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, so if we're going by the medical term for mask knee, it's actually called acne mechanica. Um, and this again happens when you're wearing a mask for a long period of time. Um, so kind of the pathology behind it is when you're wearing that mask, you have a lot of occlusion happening. There's a lot of heat and moisture that's building up on your skin from wearing a mask. Um, so if you already have clogged pores or other skin issues, it can especially aggravate it um, and cause acne that's worse than normal. Um, we have normal bacteria on our skin. That's great and healthy. But when there's a buildup of that bacteria that can happen when you're wearing a mask, those imbalances can cause some skin issues such as acne. Um, other skin issues as well could be something called perioral dermatitis. And that's like a, a facial rash with bumps around your mouth that some people get. Um, so that's kind of the basic pathology behind, uh, behind mask knee. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. It, there's a lot more science to it than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, I don't know about you guys. I definitely, unfortunately, I'm a sufferer of the mask acne problem. So uh, it's tragic, isn't it? (laughs) Um, So what are some things that can make it worse? Yeah. So uh, I'll start off with a quote um, just from Joanne Montgomery, who's a dermatologist from North Dakota. And she was saying that it makes sense to see breakouts because wearing a mask quote, provides a perfect place for bacteria to grow. So that's, again, kind of reiterating what I was talking about before, uh, about that environment that we're creating with a mask. Um, So some things that make it even worse, in addition to just wearing a normal mask, would be wearing a thicker and less breathable mask, um, because you don't have that airflow happening, and you have a lot more occlusion going on um, on your face. So that's that's something that people should be aware of. Don't get one that's going to be really thick, First of all, it's hard to breathe. It's harder on you to breathe, let alone it causes issues for your skin. So to avoid those. Um, Another big issue that I think a lot of us are experiencing and seeing is not washing masks properly. A lot of us use um, reusable masks, not just the disposable ones. Um, And I know for myself, I carry my mask in my purse or my pocket and rarely does it ever get inside the house and into my washer. Um, A lot of the time it's multi-used. I've been to the grocery store. I've been out on a long walk and I have it on for hours. And um, so again, wearing that mask that hasn't been cleaned properly isn't gonna do anything good for your skin. Um, The third thing is not having a facial cleansing routine. Uh, That's something that's important in general, let alone when we're in a pandemic when we're wearing masks. So um, it just increases the necessity of having a face cleansing routine. Um, For me, uh, I have my morning and night routine But as well, something I've added in is when I come home, I I take off my mask and even just running a washcloth over my face to get any of that dirt and bacteria just off of my face, uh, I think is an important thing to do as well. Um, And then lastly, trying to avoid wearing oil-based makeup. Uh, This is something that a lot of us try to avoid in general. But again, with a pandemic and with wearing a mask all the time, oil-based makeup is going to be even more detrimental to your skin. So if you do want to wear makeup under your mask, um, then try to avoid oil-based ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really, really good point. I think that a lot of people don't think about is the, the composition of their makeup. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wear oil-based makeups for the skin type that they have, mm-hmm. rather than thinking of how that could interact with, um, the environment inside of a mask. So exactly. it's a really kind of good point. I think a lot of people don't think about. Mm-hmm. So, um, what are some ways to prevent it or, or lessen the risk of getting it Um, I mean, you've definitely given us a few tips there, but are there any other things that people can do? So um, I have another quote. So it just um, goes over the fact that it is like underneath your mask, it is um, creating a warm human environment. Um, So bacteria, yeast and other microbes will grow. um, So that can make the problem worse. So um, again, like Hannah said, limit the use of makeup, try to avoid it if possible. Um, The washcloth to the face as well. Um, And then some other uh, recommendations are the use of gel moisturizers, because that actually helps the oil build up. Um, And the salicylic acid and benzoyl peroxide can actually help prevent breakouts while wearing masks. So those are some um, really important things that you can use to prevent the acne with the masks. I know for me, I use the benzoyl peroxide. That's done great things for me when it comes to preventing acne. Breakouts, especially when wearing a mask all the time. And gel moisturizer, I've also found with the oil buildup, that's been huge for me. Yeah, I use gel moisturizers all the time. Um, I find that it just 
cleans my everything off of my skin, even makeup, and um, it does really well with uh, the excess oil. That's really mm-hmm. handy to know. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't think too much about having a, a skincare routine, right? Um, so I think it's really important to remember that you're, you do need to wash your face pretty regularly, actually, to keep everything sort of... Um, even and balanced and everything. And it's something that we can easily forget to do, I think, in, in our busy lives, right? Um, so obviously, um, dermatologists are kind of the authority on skincare. So do we have any dermatologist recommended sort of things to do? Yep. Yeah, so um, one recommendation from Floss um, is wearing mineral sunscreen and zinc-based sunscreen under your mask um, because that actually helps the oil and it helps moisturize your skin as well without creating excess oil. Um, And then they also um, obviously recommend making sure that you take good care of your skin daily. So they recommend washing your face twice daily to prevent harboring an environment prone to bacteria. Um, So that's very important. Um, I know some of us are super rushed and we have a lot lot on the go and um, that kind of thing. So even just, even if it's just like a gel um, face cleanser that you do twice a day to quickly get all the oil off your face. Um, another thing that I found really interesting and that I'm actually kind of gonna order one for myself um, is a silk mask because they actually are um, proven to help with acne on your face. Okay, interesting. I don't think I've actually seen a silk mask at this point yet because, you know, from everything you hear, like cotton's kind of supposed to be the way to go like are the silk masks just as effective as a cotton mask yep so they're just as effective they um they they're just a different material so silk is actually um easier on your skin for sensitive skin um and they make sure that they're uh like medical grade so that you can you're still getting the same benefit out of them oh i might have to pick myself up one or two of those (laughs) yeah awesome all right. Um, so does uh, maskne impact people's willingness to wear a mask? Uh, definitely. Um, there uh, is a few barriers to mask wearing. So there's um, personal barriers, uh, social and environmental factors. So um, personal barriers might be if you're someone who has acne prone skin and wearing a mask really um, irritates it on top of that and it can make it really difficult. Um, And then different social factors, of course, if you're um, in an environment where um, others are not often um, wearing masks and um, and then even in warm weather, it can get really hard to breathe. So there's a lot of different factors, but um, acne is one that um, it affects a lot of people. Um, And there was a quote by the president of the American Academy of Dermatology. And um, he recommends to wear a cloth face mask in public settings when around people who don't live in your household, especially when um, social distancing measures are difficult to maintain. And um, there is a growing body of evidence that has shown masks play a vital role in reducing the spread of COVID-19. And they encourage people to wear face masks in public and practice social distancing and frequently wash your hands. And so it just shows that um, even um, in a in the um, American Academy of Dermatology, they're still recommending to wear a mask, even though it might cause some acne. So we're, um, there was also a study um, by Tashesian, um, and they found that about 55% of mask wearing individuals did experience an adverse skin reaction. 
and about 40% um, experience acne in particular. So it is a big problem and that's why we're coming up with these recommendations. Um, and so while this isn't new um, mask wearing for healthcare workers, it is new for most of the public. And so we want um, to help people to develop good habits uh, early on. So this might be our new normal um, for who knows how long. And so we really, really wanna build those habits now. Um, there, another thing to think about is that changes in the weather um, could affect um, the skin. And um, so winter weather may actually benefit skin health as the cold temperature is less conducive to bacterial growth. Um, and uh, yeah, and so yeah, there is quite a few um, barriers to mask wearing, but um, with building good habits, it'll get easier for everyone. We have a quote sure. from uh, a dermatologist and she just says, kind of as Katie was already saying, it's always been an issue in professions where you have to wear a mask regularly. But now that the general public has to wear masks, the incidence has certainly increased. Um, so again, for people who wear masks all the time in certain professions, this may not be a new thing. Um, but for the majority of us who are just not used to wearing masks, it seems like a very new problem, even though really it's, it's not, it's just the incidence that's gone up so much. For um, sure, yeah. I know for myself, I, I've struggled with acne for years, but during the pandemic, it's even noticing different places. So for me, it's under my jawline. I never used to have acne there, uh, but where the mask sits, it just happens to cause me to break out there. So even people, when they're doing their regimes, making sure they're targeting areas, like typically I wouldn't purposely wash under my jawline, but with COVID and with wearing masks, I now have to be aware of, okay, those are areas I need to focus more attention on. Um, to try and decrease uh, the incidence there. Yeah, for sure. That's a good point. Yeah, that some people, even if they're chronic acne sufferers anyways, that this still could be worse or it could be sort of an unusual pattern of acne for people. So um, that's really interesting. Um, so what information and teaching is important to convey to the public about mask wearing? Um, so um, as nursing students, we're... Um, uh, big into health promotion. Um, and so there are many resources available on how to properly wear a mask and social distancing already out in the community. Um, these resources are made by public health and they're, they're distributed. Um, and so this um, mask wearing and acne is another topic that could be explored from a primary prevention perspective. So it can improve your um, skin health, but it can also help to endorse and encourage mask wearing. Um, and so since this topic affects approximately 50% of mask wearers, um, it's a really prevalent issue that um, we want to address as nurses. Um, and so we hope that this podcast can be a resource to um, anyone who's struggling with acne and other adverse skin reactions. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think that podcasts are such a great platform for getting information out to people. And so hopefully, yeah, this can, this can definitely help with people's questions because a lot of the time it's just, uh, just not knowing right? Just not having all the facts. And, and so that's really great. Um, so are there any other resources that you know of that are available or could be made available to people who are looking for more information? Yeah, so there's um, a lot of different resources available in the community. So um, one of the resources is Kingston Dermatology Clinic. Um, so it's actually located at Hotel Dieu. And they have a range of different services. So they offer facials or they can even just um, look at your skin to see what's going on and see what um, the issues are. 
Um, and then there's also an online resource uh, because I know a lot of people don't want to go out or they, they don't have time kind of thing. So um, I know personally I use um, the Ordinary Products. I don't know if anybody's heard of the Ordinary Products, but um, there is a website by Detail Oriented Beauty that um, discusses different recommended routines for different types of skin. Um, so they look at acne prone skin, they look at um, dry skin, they look at um, aging skin, and they give you like a recommended um, dermatology recommended um, list of products that you can use together. And um, it's really awesome. They, they're definitely affordable and it's definitely something that I recommend. That's really cool. I have actually just recently heard about The Ordinary. Um, I watch a lot of beauty YouTubers because what else are you going to do when you're sitting at right? home quarantined, right? <laughs> um, so I just recently heard about The Ordinary, but I've never met anybody that's actually tried it. So yeah, so nice to um, meet someone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, there's, there's a lot of different products. Some products don't work for everybody, but you, there's so many products that you're guaranteed to find something that's going to be amazing for your skin. I know something that I personally use is niacinamide. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but you should look it up. It's really great for acne. Cool. I love that. Uh, does anybody have anything else that they wanted to add about mask me mm -hmm. or, or just about the situation in general? Yeah. So we have a few more resources. Um, so there's more in Kingston. So uh, there's Store Forward Dermatology by the Kingston Family Health Team. And what's um, unique about them is that they have collaborated with the Ontario Telemedicine Network. So you can actually have um, video calls with a dermatologist um, to see um, if they have any recommendations. Um, and then there's also um, the American Academy of Dermatology. Um, on their website, they have a lot of different resources. So there's some articles on how to treat acne at home, or um, there's information specifically related to mask wearing. Um, and then some of the other categories are um, specific conditions and treatments, um, everyday care, cosmetic treatments, um, looking at it specifically for children and adults, and then different public health programs available. So it's also a really good online resource um, for anyone looking um, to learn more about acne. Hmm. There's also a couple other ones that I found. Um, there's the Limestone Dermatology or Dermatology Associates in Kingston. Um, there's one dermatologist there, so it's a smaller practice. Um, but again, just another option if someone needs to go in in person and talk to someone and see what they can do about their skin. Um, as far as an online resource, um, one that I haven't personally used but found when doing research is called the Derm Store. Um, and it has a lot of information about different types of skincare regimes, um, different skin issues. It has a lot of recommendations from dermatologists. Um, and it has hundreds of skincare items that are available for purchase as well. Um, the website's pretty great to, uh, to navigate. There are a lot of really um, helpful sidebars about uh, the type of help you're looking for. So whether it's anti-aging, uh, there's a beginner's guide for people who may not know where to start. Um, they haven't maybe had a skincare regime before. Um, there's also a section called the doctor's office where you have specific information from dermatologists, lots of articles, just helpful information there. Um, the one downside is this specific store is fairly expensive. Um, so I know for myself, that would be a bit of a deterrent there. Um, they do frequently offer coupons. Um, I think it's a great resource even just for knowledge, not necessarily purchasing products, um, but also 
you know, learning more about different skincare regimes and what dermatologists are saying and that kind of stuff. Oh, that's really cool. That's, there's a lot out there, actually. I hadn't realized mm-hmm. how many resources there are, especially locally, just the fact that there are so many places that people can go in town to get, to get help with their skin is actually incredible. I didn't realize how much there was. Yeah, I think the first problem is that like people don't know where the resources are and they don't know where to get help. So um, I think it's very beneficial and helpful for the community to know what's out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so important too to know that um, you're not alone in suffering mm-hmm. from masking. Like you said earlier, like 50% of people that had have to wear a mask every day get some kind of skin reaction. And that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, we all think like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm obviously the only one that has this, but you're not. So I think that yeah. that's helpful too. Yeah, it's so common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really great. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, ladies. This has been really educational. And uh, I hope that everyone who is listening at home gets some value out of this one as well. Um, so it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, so you guys can, as always, follow us on social media. You can find us on YouTube under Voice Podcast. We're also on Instagram, Twitter. Um, we are on Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Um, so lots of ways to find us. And we will be seeing everyone next time. Bye bye.